This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Ladies the What Are We Doing Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing Podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 130, dude. And if you can believe it, I'm coming to you live. This is the MetaQuest Pro 4. It's in beta. This is the only one that exists, okay? You thought I was going to go out like everybody else and buy a freaking Apple Vision Pro? Like, ew, like that's January, 2024. Like let's, let's, we're in the future now, babes. Do this, do that. Okay, here we go. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you. Okay, good. So listen, we all heard the Mark Zuckerberg, the MetaQuest 3 is all around better than the Apple Vision Pro, according to Zucks. So he said, hold my beer or kombucha, or wherever he drinks. And he said, listen, Levi, he called me, I've got a beta version of the MetaQuest Pro 4. Do you want to try it? This is like going to be the equivalent to like the Apple Vision Pro 4 in like five years. We're going to be so far ahead. So what's happening is I'm viewing you guys. I have my, my script is up here. It's about 50 inches big. I've got my YouTube channel over here, my YouTube feed. I'm looking at this. And then I have Gaza. I have every time Gaza gets bombed, there's a video feed of that up there. I have uh, the president and all of his feed over here. And, and then in the middle is just a big mirrored image of the camera and what I see so I can record the episode. So this is the MetaQuest Vision Pro 4. Mark Zuckerberg sent it over, and I mean, it's crazy, dude. Like, you, I mean, return, get all your money back. Because when this hits the market in, in, in 30 days, I think it's coming out in, like, April. April 2024, when the MetaVision Pro Quest 4 hits, like, Target and Walmart and shit, $199. Less than $200, and you can have something that's way better then the Apple Vision Pro, $3,000. You're not going to use it in two weeks. Okay, this thing, I can't show you. I don't think what's inside it. Do we have recording capabilities? I think we might. I'm on a, I'm on a, a Skype call with my entire, um, my entire now remote. I, I fired my producers. I fired my editor. And I now simply just work remote 24-7 on, on video calls because they see... There's a metaverse version of my face. It's pretty much like, can we record? Do we have record? I think we can record. I can show you what I see. And it's basically, I mean, it's insane. We'll overlay it on the podcast episode, obviously. But it's it's one of those things that like, the future is here. It's now. It is what it is. Like, there's no, there's no way that this doesn't get smaller, more compact. I mean, there's virtually, there's no battery. There's no big strap. There's no nothing. It's all just right here in the mask. And I mean, this thing weighs like nothing. It's like paper thin on your face. And I mean, the I think this is going to be the future. This is the Apple Vision Pro killer. And I think, honestly, Mark Zuckerberg, whether how awkward he looks when he's doing UFC events with all of like, you know, the actual people who know UFC and combat. And he's just there because he paid a lot of money to be. And so, uh, the most awkward video of 2024 so far. And, um, so he sent me this when he, he at the end of the video, I think the part, he might've cut it out. He said he was going to send me this in his whole like video, like at, this is my response to the Apple vision pro thing that he put out. And so he sent me this 
We've been wearing it for like two or three weeks now. And I mean, there's like no bleed. There's no light leak. I mean, I see everything. This whole front of the mask is an 8K display. And like, I mean, I'm telling you, when these things hit the market, like I think it's April 1st, maybe April. It's either April 1st or April 20th, something like that. These will be, you can go to Target. You could probably pre-order it from Best Buy. I don't even know. But Mark sent me this one, so we can't thank him enough. It's the, uh, this is the MetaQuest Pro. The battery life is great. Uh, it's about 34 hours. Um, I'm coming up on like, I think my 30th now. It's it's telling me now right here. It says, yeah, the batteries, the battery's about to die. Okay, so I'm gonna take it off for the rest of the episode. I don't need to be in here. If I need to reach... Uh, you know, my, my whole staff, uh, I could just slip it back on at some point during the episode, but that's, um, it's crazy. It's crazy that this is where we're at, uh, in, in technology, you know what I mean? And so listen, the future's here. Uh, and my prediction is you're not going to be able to know what's real and what's not on the internet come 2025. Okay. We're talking about Sora. There's nothing else like it. There's nothing else compared to it. And basically, for those uninitiated, OpenAI released a, essentially what is a new application that they're calling Sora. And if this isn't, whew, some people are calling it a game changer. Some people are calling it a, a job killer. Some people are calling it the future. Listen, we went from like six to nine, maybe 12 months ago, like Will Smith AI eating spaghetti, everyone's nightmares to the point now where all we have to do is say Will Smith eating spaghetti and it's a pretty solid rendition of him and Margot Robbie having an Italian dinner together. And so it's um, what Sora basically does in layman's terms is it takes your text prompts and makes videos from them. For example, if your text prompt was like woman walking down the streets of Tokyo, well lit with neon signs behind her, a crowd of people, she's well dressed in like a red dress and maybe a trench coat. She looks real good. She comes from money and you hit enter. You're going to get something like this. And you know, look, it doesn't come without its quirks. Okay. This thing isn't perfect yet. If you, once you're done looking at like the main, you know, function of it, go back, look at the people in the background. It has some flaws, but to the naked eye and to the people who are not aware that this is fully and 100% generated via AI and a computer somewhere in a room, it's pretty convincing. Like we've got, you know, like uh, a drone shot covering a, a off-road vehicle, maybe a Range Rover going down a dirt path somewhere. And this is what you get. You know what I mean? Like you could tell it, show me like three Labrador puppies playing in the snow and the detail and the intricate working of the dog's fur and the movement and the snow and the camera and the, but just, just, it, it's kind of, it's pretty, um, pretty hard to understand. So, uh, sore is out dude. Okay. Um, it's only out for a limited amount of people. Only a few people and organizations have it. Um, but we don't unfortunately, but Sam Altman, <clears throat> CEO, I think I'm pretty sure he's still CEO every other week. They fire him and rehire him. I think this week he is currently working for OpenAI. Sam Altman's taking requests via Twitter. And some of those are just even insane. Uh, but you kind of get the point, man. So, um, video editors, B-roll services, uh, you know, why would I need to go get a videographer who requires a license and a thousand dollar, if not multi-thousand dollar drone and their time and an invoice and my money and everything else spent on a shot of a beautiful ocean and a house on the cliff that looks exactly like this that I can get for free. That's a hundred percent free to use. 100% licensable, 100% ready to go in my video because it's a 100% original piece of content. 
then the world's slightly changing when I think it comes to that. Listen, we gotta give Sam, the, give him the seven. Let, fuck it, let's give him eight. Give him the seven trillion dollars. Give it to him, okay? At this point, if this is version number one and this is what we're coming out with, people, we have to fully open our eyes now to understand that version two is probably going to be almost indistinguishable from reality, let alone what's real and what's not. Okay. And so with that being said, it's only going to then be a matter of time before we can directly root this technology into things like every single video game production studio. Okay. So now they're just full blown HD, real people graphics, and then beyond that, I don't know, maybe uh, what happens when it becomes a part of uh, Elon Musk Neuralink and it just enhances the world around you and what you are seeing isn't maybe actually ever going to be real again. And so um, that's a little scary to think about. I don't think maybe we'll let it get that far, but mm, uh, it might. And so listen, man, Sam, uh, Sam, it's a moonshot. He wants $7 trillion. Okay. He wants $7 trillion to, uh, basically, basically, uh, make computer chips that are AI powered and generated so they can continue basically building the ultimate chat GPT Dolly image generation video Sora companion. And like, let's not, there's already, there's already, there's already other companies that do text to like audio prompts that have added sound to all these example videos. And it just amplifies the realisticness even more. In a place beyond imagination, where the horizon kisses the heavens, one man dares to journey where few have ventured. Armed with nothing but his wit and an unyielding spirit, he seeks the answers to mysteries that lie beyond the stars. And in 2025, you're not going to know what's real and what's not. You're not going to know how to feel. You're not going to know. Like, listen, Meg's, Meg's TikTok algorithm, it has her down the rabbit hole of the fakest news. Every single other day, Meg's comes to me and says, oh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey broke up. Oh, Donald Trump is going to jail for life. Oh, uh, did, uh, did, did you hear about the, the Annie Ann's pretzel scam? Oh, like there's just, she may, she has so much fake news. And every time she sees something on TikTok now, she thinks it's real. So what's going to happen when there's direct video evidence of anything and everything happening, uh, just via a few text prompts and, you know, borderline privacy, like who knows what's going to happen when we can feed in images and use celebrities or us or my, the likenessness of other people, it's going to get tricky and it's, it's kind of, it's here. And so if you're not using AI on a daily basis, listen, I just had this conversation with one of my clients. If you're not using it, you better start learning, learn how to feed it, learn how to teach it and then learn how to use it. Because if you just start using it, it's not going to work for you and you're going to fall behind. Learn how to feed it, learn how to teach it, and then use it is the exact three-step process you need to any AI, chat, GPT, Claude, MLL platform, like whatever you need to do, watch a YouTube video and start learning, dude because it's here. And if you don't act fast, it's probably going to replace, if not remove a lot of aspects of your job. And you're going to be scrambling to come up with other ways that you can offer services or whatever else it is that you do on a daily basis, because AI now just no one wants to pay you to do it anymore because I can just go to put in a prompt and boom, bam, I've got my drone shot, dude. It's getting wild. And so look, if, if Sam gets anywhere near close to a trillion, let alone 7 trillion, 
I'm thinking maybe we get in the vicinity and talk around the number of nine to maybe 10. And if we're being a little bullish, 20 to 50 billion, but to get anywhere near a trillion to $7 trillion in funding to make computer chips and AI technology is a freaking moonshot, dude. And it's kind of wild and it's kind of ambitious and I'm kind of here for it. I kind of want to see what he does and I kind of want to see where he goes because if Sora is it, listen, we all know Ch chat GPT is this shit. Dolly is great now. And if Sora is where we're headed, as long as like, it's only going to take them 20 more minutes to code up an audio module to go right along with those videos or buy up some Silicon Valley, you know, startup that's already done because they're going for 7 trillion. Why not just buy and absorb the competition? It's probably what they're going to do. And now we have a full blown movie production studio, content media powerhouse, whatever type of online digital blog post, video, YouTube, B-roll, movie, audio, song, music video, whatever you want to create, it's going to be a text prompt away in roughly 12 to 18 months. So buckle up, get a subscription, and start learning how to create because it's not going away and it's only getting better and it's only going to be even more extinguishable. Like I have clients that are like making AI versions of themselves so they can have a selfless AI powered YouTube channel right now. Like to try to, to try to see what the limitations are, what the amount of traffic is. Like we're put trial and airing A and B different videos, real people versus the AI ones. And it's fascinating data. So if you're not on board now and you thought, Oh, chat GPT, listen, yeah, sure. Keep using ChatGPT to generate your recipes and then and, and your silly whatever blog posts. But the, but meanwhile, there's a powerhouse behind it that you don't fully understand, and it's gonna it's gonna surpass anything that you so you gotta learn it and you gotta teach it and you gotta learn how to use it, man. I hope that Sam. Uh, I hope that Sam wins. I hope they keep him on board. I hope OpenAI becomes the powerhouse. Like AI is the 2024 version of like the 2020, 2021 crypto. Like if you mention the word crypto in 20, between 2020 and 2021, you got smacked by every F boy on the planet. And now AI seems to be that, but the issue is it's not going anywhere and it's not backed by YouTubers and Elon Musk and whatever he decides to tweet that day or whatever NFT you decide to buy from Donald Trump or any other celebrity. It's uh, basically just a, a membrane on the internet that's not going away. So that's out in California, you know, where all the IT and tech people are. Meanwhile, on the other side of the country, New York City has had a heap of news in the last few days, uh, starting with the NYPD. Listen, 2024, we're sticking to our New Year's resolutions, okay? We're not going out. We're not committing crimes. And the crime rate in New York City has allegedly, according to what we're seeing here now, has allegedly gone down so low that the sergeants and the officers of the New York City Police Department and, you know, other members of the service, whether they're citizens or, you know, military or whatever, but mainly New York City Police Department officers and sergeants have so much time, so much free time on their hands uh, that they have now started their very own uh, what seems to be all women's, but they haven't, uh, they haven't, uh, mentioned that that was the case. We'll get to it in a minute, but it's, uh, their very own dance team and they're dancing and they're putting on shows and they're getting hired for parties and shit. And you know what I mean? Meanwhile, I think someone like 16 people were just held at knife point on the L train on the subway a few blocks down. But these ladies it's fine. They had an appearance that they could not so miss uh, on, uh, you know, PIX11 morning news. Now, I was skeptical uh, about whether or not this story was real or not because of the fact that PIX11 uh, is a, a news network I've never heard of. 
and B, uh, the only one covering the story. But um, uh, a few of my sources say that it's real and that uh, people are kind of uh, up in a roar about it. So let's just see. It cannot be. Listen, if we're talking, if it's some of the New York City police officers I've seen, I mean, how bad could it be? You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be pretty. I mean, we could be on to something here. We could be on to something. Maybe every major. Let's just see what what we're in for. When Who are these are idiots serving and protecting the community? These members of the NYPD like to bust a move. Oh yes, okay. They are the NYPD dance team, and they are looking for a few good people who share their passion for dancing. Joining us are some members of the squad and the president, Autumn Rain Martinez. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Now anybody can join, or do you have to be a member of the NYPD? So any member of the NYPD uniform, member of the service, or any civilian member of the service can join the NYPD. Because we have a dancer here. Oh, but yeah. you know. I mean, we could don't count me out just yet. Hey, <laughs> listen. Okay, before we start, I want you to all. We'll have you pass the mic so you can introduce who you are and how you join or how you are a member of the NYPD. So we'll start with you. Good morning, everyone. My name is Cadet Benancourt. I'm part of the NYPD Cadet Corps, mm -hmm. and as she mentioned, it's open. Okay. Well, first of all, she this woman could easily pass as Bad Baby's cousin. And second of all, why we need to introduce everybody here? I don't think anyone needs to know or actually gives a shit about the names of these women because here's the issue. If then you see any single one of these ladies in uniform out on the street, how in God's name are you supposed to respect them as police officers after watching this clip? Open to all MOS, so I'm able to participate in this. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> Good morning, I'm Officer Rodriguez. So I joined when the dance team first established because the previous president, she was in my command at okay. the 73rd Precinct. Oh, very nice. So, yeah. Okay, who do we have behind you? Hi, I'm Detective Gutierrez. Uh, I joined six months after it started, okay. so it's still brand new. Very Great. nice. She's currently undercover. She's currently undercover right now, and she can't. That's not actually her real name. And she's under sting operation, and this dance team is a part of her undercover situation. Isn't that insane? I'm not supposed to know that, but someone just told me. I got it in my notes here that says that that's absolutely true. Good morning. My name is P.A. Duncan. I'm new on the team, and I'm also a civilian. Oh, very nice. Yes. Hello, good morning, Sergeant Santos. I joined when it first started. Very nice. Sergeant. The sergeant of the precinct. The sergeant of the precinct. The sergeant of the precinct, who's supposed to, she's supposed to be in charge if anything goes wrong today. Like, there are literally 12 people in an alley getting stabbed to death because they have $27 in their wallets from 13 homeless people and maybe a few immigrants that got through. And, like, uh, uh, the sergeant of the precinct is nowhere to be found. Where is she? Ah, oh, she's, goddammit, she's at another dance recital. Like, what's going on what are we doing with a new york city now and like hey i i know maybe a few of the fact like is it it's probably it might not be true i don't know but according to some things that i might have heard the uh new york city they decided to defund some of the schools and library systems to the point where libraries can't be open on sundays because they needed that money for the new york city police department's budget but now they have a dance team. And so uh, some few people were mad, I think. And it's just a little, I just, the introductions, it's, 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 it's off for me, dude. I'm a little, it's a little strange and I don't know why. Right. What kind of made it come to fruition and what's the goal of the team? So the goal of the team is to make sure that we have some, a space to do the, like have a mental release our mental you know, yeah, stress, stress, our mental yeah. issues. Because, you know, we have a lot of things we see on the job from any kind of robbery or any kind of, you know, just any kind of crime. So, blah, blah, blah. Murder, blah, blah, blah. Stabbings, uh, people, blah, blah, blah. On one another, people having sex in public. We see shit all the time. And because we live in the United States of America, 
our healthcare system, A, well, we all have insurance, obviously, through the state or through, you know, the police department, but that doesn't cover, like, therapy or, like, any type of, you know, prescription drugs or anything that would really help benefit us when we're not working. So we had to go out of our way, out of our time, away from our families, away from all of our other responsibilities, and now we've started this dance team to promote the fact that, you know, we're in New York City Police Department, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's for our mental health because we don't have anything else in this country to help us. And so we created this dance team and this is why we're doing it. And it's for, you know what I mean? It's to bring awareness and it's to, it's for anyone to join. And the more, the more we have, the merrier. Okay. The more we have, the merrier will we be. We have to have a space to decompress and just have a space to relax and have fun. Wow. And you also do a little bit of community service, right? Yes, absolutely. Out? So we do like going to the community, especially going to the schools to wow. make sure that the kids have a place to exercise. So we do a lot of little intensive with the kids and do that. We also go to parades and galas. We did a line of duty uh, spouses gala last year, actually. We're hoping what? to do nice. it again. Oh. So we performed with them too. At a basketball game recently? And the basketball game, basketball yes. Game. Uh, PD versus FD. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. What's that like? We, we won, and it was great. <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> well, what are you going to perform for us today? So today we're dancing to Club Can't Handle Me by Flo Rida. My, it's my jam. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> That's his <Yeah>. jam. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to let you perform. Awesome, thank you. Oh, my God. There you go. It's happening. Here we go. Let's do it. Listen, I take it back. I take back everything I said. If they can do that dance multiple times a day, they can definitely run down a criminal. They'll get him for sure. Because that, listen, I was on, I was on, I was a dancer. Okay, I should join this team. I might have to move to New York. I'm going to join the team. I'm going to become a dancer. I'm going to get my adrenaline up again, and then maybe I won't be out of breath when I do 30 seconds of a whole dance routine, okay? I was a dancer, okay? And I tried to be a Backstreet Boy. I wanted to be a Backstreet Boy. In 1998, I had an all-in-one gateway PC that uh, it came, and my Backstreet Boy CD had a CD-ROM on it, and I put it in, and it said, you can email the Backstreet Boys. And so I emailed them, and I said, my name's Levi McCurdy. I'm a really good dancer. Here's a video of me dancing. Use this as my submission. And here's here's my audition. I would love to be the sixth Backstreet Boy. Or if you want to get rid of Nick and replace him with me, that'd be great. And so here I am. I could sing. You teach me how to sing, and I'd be great. I could be a Backstreet Boy, and I want to be the sixth one, and I hit send. And I waited, and I waited, and I waited. And that was like 28 years ago. And now here we are. To this day, I mean, listen, I, and then when they got back together, like 10 whatever years ago when they came back finally as Backstreet Boys, and then the one wasn't there, and now the other one passed, I don't know. Like, I could still be, there's still a chance, but maybe I'll start with the NYPD dance team. It looks like they need some male energy or representation. You know, I mean, it's just fine. I can help them out. And then what we'll do is this could be, I'll use this. I mean, here's my, this, would be, this is the audition tape I sent to the Backstreet Boys. I'll send them this as well. I mean, this is... Shout out to Jessica Ludwig, who uh, 
who choreographed this shit, but this was, I mean, talk about the hypest intro to a dance concert you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about? Look at me. I'm adorable. Yo, that outfit was bomb. MC Hammer pants with a little vest and a hood on it. It was bomb. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Look at me. I could have been a Baxter boy. You know what I mean? I'm everywhere. I'm on the stage. I got the moves. I got the jams. I mean, it's crazy. The fact that the fact that the Backstreet Boys did not call me back. The fact that I never got an email back from the Backstreet Boys. I send them this. I mean, this was in my prime. I mean, like you know, I could obviously do better now. I obviously do better when I'm DJing weddings. I mean, I dance all the time. I got way better moves than that. So I think, I think just to get my foot back in the door, I need to join the NYPD dance team and I think it just needs to it needs to be one of those things that we do um you know and I mean like it could be could you imagine could you imagine the New York City dance team on America's Got Talent they push them right through they push them right through that's exactly why they're doing it if these girls go on America's Got Talent it goes right through and I mean look I don't know man I don't know there's something Something happened, COVID, I don't know if there's fluoride in the water, but like I've just seen, it's just like I've seen the same, this dance routine from the New York City Police Department ladies, I've seen like the same thing. I've seen the same thing 18 times from 18 different groups of just mediocre dance routines by these groups of just empowered and independent women that just, they don't quite just hit the mark it's just like uh today we're going to be dancing to um uh it's a song called my house by Flo Rida, and it's like could it be any more of a 2001's dance moms hey girls this is what we're going to learn today watch us and then you do it kind of dance routine <laughs> it's just like if i swear to god they go on america's got talent they get the golden buzzer. Howie Mandel standing up. He's saluting because it's the New York City Police Department. Thank you for everything you do. Like they go through immediately. If not one of the judges, Terry Crews would definitely hit the golden butter, like golden butter, golden buzzer. And it's just it's one of those things that kind of becomes uh, absolutely hysterical. And as you can see, it's why I didn't think I didn't think it was real. I didn't think it was real. Um, you know what I mean? And so it's crazy. And so, you know what I mean? I was a dancer and I feel like I should have been a part of, um, you know, I should have been a part of it. I should have been a part of, of, of the dance team. I mean, if you, if you need further proof, I mean, there's, there's, there's not much else. There's not much else more that you need than, than just this right here. Okay. It's, it just, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. I was born to entertain. Okay, you know what I mean? I went from this. I did the karate thing. I was on stages. There was people. It was a sold-out show. I had 9,000 people in the seats that day. They came there to see me. It was a 45-minute set. I did 19 dances that were choreographed by this lady, and it was insane. I'm basically a child star, okay? I should be on my way to Hollywood right now, but unfortunately, I'm stuck here in bumfuck Pennsylvania. So it's, you know, crazy that we're cutting funding for uh, libraries and education in New York, but we at least we've got the dance team. Hey, 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 hey. Listen, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Okay. We need to check what's going on. We need to check if there's an update. I'm obsessed with the stingray. Where is she? What's going on? What day are we on? I think it's day 11. Let's check. Let's check. Team Echo Aquarium. Um, what day is it? What day is it? Charlotte. <sighs> they haven't posted an update yet. Okay. We're on update 10. Listen, Charlotte, the stingray is pregnant. 
And the only case, there's only two possibilities. Here's the situation. Charlotte's stingray lives in a tank. There's no other stingrays in the tank. So naturally, of course, one would assume because there's no daddy stingrays, it can't mate with the mommy stingray and make baby stingrays. You need a Mr. Ray and a Mrs. Ray to make baby rays. And they don't have that. They just have Charlotte. She's a lonely, old, lesbian, you know, probably not going to find anyone for the rest of her life. Old, you know, lady stingray. She's got spunk. She's got an attitude. Like, you know what I mean? She's chilling. She's chilling. Okay. Charlotte, she's great. She's, she's quirky. She tells great jokes. Like she's that, she's that gay aunt who's never going to get married kind of stingray. Like it's, you know, and so, uh, basically, um, Charlotte is now pregnant and we've discovered that Charlotte is pregnant and it's not very possible. So there's only two ish explanations. One explanation is that Charlotte is stingray Jesus. We're calling it stesis potentially, or, um, ray, rageous, like rageous, regis, regis, maybe, I don't know. Stingray Jesus is a potential here. Okay. What this whole process, I think, is what they're calling it. I'm going to butcher. I don't actually know what it, how to pronounce it. I'll put it on the screen. I'm just going to call it the Perfagium Theorem. Whatever they taught us in math class, the Charlotte, the Stingray, is going through the Perfagium Theorem, and she basically, because she doesn't have any mates in the tank, she's um, she, she has now self-fertilized some eggs and is now growing a baby inside of her. Okay. And so Charlotte just wants nothing more to have babies. And because there's no one to have babies with, she's doing it herself. Now, according to science, this is most likely what's happening, but this has only happened like <clears throat> once every, like, you know, a bunch of years, like hundreds of years. It happened, uh, back in 2001 with like a shark or like some other species. So like, you don't see it very often. Now the flip side of things Charlotte, the stingray, is in the tank with two other male sharks. And so it's quite possible that one of the sharks got a little frisky with Charlotte one of these nights, okay? They didn't want that lame old, you know, shark tail, okay? They wanted to get a little taste of that ray juice, if you know what I'm saying. So the shark got a little frisky and got it on with Charlotte the stingray. And so maybe the shark has impregnated now the stingray. So we're either going to get a shark ray or we're probably calling it um, a sting arc or, you know, some combination of shark and stingray. We got to come up with official words here, people, but it's all new. We're only 10 days in. She was supposed to give birth 48 hours ago, but there's still no news. And so, um, so scientists are like claiming that, you know, because it's been like 300 million years since like sharks and stingray DNA was ever a thing together. Like it's very, 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 very unlikely that it is a shark baby. And it's just a regular normal stingray baby that, you know, Charlotte just kind of whipped up in her belly. And so, um, we're waiting. And so the zoo's got a TikTok. We're all over it. I'm obsessed. I'm praying. I'm praying for Stingray Jesus. I hope it's a Stingray Jesus baby. And I hope uh, the I hope um, <clears throat> they name it Steve Irwin. I hope if it's a Stingray Jesus baby, they name the baby Steve Irwin, you know, and it's basically all just justice for us to claim that it's the second coming of Steve Irwin and what better in the form of a baby Jesus Stingray. I mean, it just, I think it makes complete sense. I think it makes entire complete as much as the president of the United States thinks that 90% of everything that comes out of his mouth makes complete sense. I fully and equally believe that if Charlotte gives birth to this baby stingray, <clears throat> now, if it's a baby shark, Ray, I mean, pff, we gotta, we'll figure something out there, but it's probably going to be a baby stingray Jesus. And I think we need to name it Steve Irwin. And it's, um, we're going to petition for that. I don't know if we've got a, ch we're going to get a change.org. Can we get a change.org? Can we get, hold on. Can we get a change.org, uh, position going to make the stingray baby Jesus stingray name? Uh, Steve Irwin, please. Thank you. Producer Steve. Thank you. Okay. All right. Peace out. Let me just drag you over here and just do this. 
do that. Okay. Here we go. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you. Okay. Good. All right. Uh, so, so we're going to get a petition going on change.org or whatever that website is. And, uh, hopefully we can name the baby stingray Jesus, uh, Steve Irwin, because I think it's crazy. I think it's awesome. And I think, um, I don't know why I'm obsessed with it, but we're on day 10, part 10 of updates. They haven't done one yet. If there is one posted while I'm editing this episode, trust me, I'll impose it on this or whatever I have to do to get you the latest news. Cause that's what we do here at the Wad Pod. But if you need to, uh, just go and search for, um, team echo E C C O on TikTok. They're the, they're the zoo or aquarium or whatever that has the Charlotte. And so, um, you know, CNN, uh, <clears throat> CNN did a, uh, uh, a coverage on the story. And I think it's actually quite, uh, hysterical. Listen to this lady as she talks about, um, and tries to make quips. She tries to do what we do, but she's a news anchor and she just, uh, it, she fails. How could a stingray named Charlotte end up pregnant when no male stingray has ever been in her tank? The $64,000 question, who's the daddy? We think Charlotte is her own daddy. Staff at the Aquarium and Shark Lab by Team Echo in North Carolina are so bonded with Charlotte, she lets them caress her. When they found a lump, they feared it was cancer. Oh, it was one of the employees. One of the employees impregnated the stingray? What did she just, she said that, that they're so comfortable they let her caress the... An ultrasound proved otherwise. There's a baby. Several babies, but how? She has always been a single Ray. She needs Ray Tinder. The mo she needs Ray Tinder. The, this is that lady is the lady. She's the she's the anchor. She's the news anchor for CNN. CNN sent their best. CNN sent their best. Someone over at CNN said, "Hey, there's a stingray Jesus pregnant. Something going on at a thing." Can who can we get on a Zoom call that's just like not doing anything? Is someone, can we get like an intern, someone who hasn't been here long on a Zoom call or something just to get like the story? I don't know. Just have her like say a few funny things. Just tell her to do her thing. Just tell her tell her just to, to get on the Zoom call and do whatever she wants to do. And we'll see if we can run the story. And this is what, this is who they sent and what they came up with. She needs Ray Tender. She sounds like Ray Comp. She sounds like Ray Comp. The most likely explanation? Something called parthenogenesis. I've been calling it do-it-yourself reproduction. Do it sort of a... I've been calling it do-it-yourself <laughs> Parthenogenesis is the word I was looking for earlier. I apologize. I couldn't say it back then, but now I can. Thank God for the CNN anchor. What is going on? Like, can we... What, how much money does this woman make a year? You're probably paying her a decent salary of anywhere from fifty to sixty-five thousand a year to sit on Zoom and make these barking at just aquarium owners, and uh, it, it's just it's it's all uh, it's all just uh, uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Birth, the female's egg becomes an embryo without fertilization, but there's another far less likely theory. Two male sharks that were placed in the tank. This is Mo and this is Larry, named after you know who. Oh, it's definitely Mo. It was definitely Mo. Larry, Larry the shark doesn't have doesn't have the cojones to go after a looker like Charlotte the stingray. It was definitely Mo the shark. Oh, he's the culprit. If it comes out shark baby, we gotta. Though, though obviously they're gonna do DNA testing, but if it comes out shark baby. It was definitely Mo. Like, let's be honest. Like, let's just, we'll call it right now. We'll put all of our money on Mo. The Denver Zoo recently used DNA to determine who was the daddy of this four-month-old orangutan. And they had Maury Povich yes. announce the results. Barani, you are the father. It, listen. The aquarium it, uh, may not yet know. How'd that baby get here? If immaculate All right, here's the issue. It, you know it's a story in the United States of America. It's not, it's not a story unless Maury is there. If Maury is not there to confirm who and is the father, if you have not had Maury 
confirm a lie detector test, a paternity test, or whatever type of test Maury does, DNA test, if you have not had it done through him, you cannot be 100% sure. I can't be, I'm only 98% sure my son is mine. I have not gone to Maury yet. I have not gotten that test done. And until Maury opens the envelope and says, Levi, you are the father. I'm only, I can only be 98% sure. And that's something that Megs and I have worked on in our relationship. We've worked through it. It's been a contingent point. Like it was rough for a year or so we've worked through it, but like now she understands that like, you know, is there a chance? Maybe probably not. But like, if there's a 1% chance that stingray Jesus could be a thing, my son could also be a Jesus type, you know, situation. So until we know and hear that from Maury himself, I'm only 98% in on the boy. It's like, you know, like you should be, too, if you have a child, if you have a child and you have not, because I know plenty of people, I know plenty of people who have gone to the Maury show, gotten the DNA test done and say, yep, you're the father. Yep. You're the father. We all knew it, but like, you know, it's just, it's been a thing. I know plenty, plenty of people have and plenty of people. Don't. So if you haven't, then you should probably get the emails going and get on the show or do a private thing like the zoo did. Apparently you can just hire Maury. Maybe he's on cameo. Speaking of cameo, wadpod.com backslash cameos on sale. It's only $3. Get a cameo for your birthday, for um, for the holidays coming up, Easter. Get someone an Easter cameo for me and do it at wadpod.com backslash cameo. It's only $3. And so, you know what I mean? Maury was there to confirm it, and I'm sure he'll do it for, uh, I'm sure he'll do it for these other people. I'm sure he'll do it for these other people. They need to fire that anchor. Fire her immediately. It's insane. It's insane. So listen, uh, Donald Trump has had a blast. Donald Trump has been on just a freaking skyrocket rocket ship for the last 48 hours. Here's what happened. On the same day, I'm pretty sure it was Friday last week, on the same day, he had two court cases, one in Georgia, one in New York, and I'm pretty sure they were at the same time. And so this, this particular court case, which is kind of absolutely insane, uh, the judge is ruling that now he can no longer do business in the state of New York City and that he's being fined for essentially doing business uh, the, in, in a certain way in New York City. And Donald Trump is now being ordered by the judge to pay a $300 million, I think $350 million fine. And so basically to understand exactly what he did was, you know what I mean? He wanted to put up a new building and whenever you want to do that, all real estate agents know you leverage what's worth, you know, on your current building. And then they give you a loan for like 50%. And then that's, you go back and forth and that's inevitably what you get. And so to get more money, you tell them that your building's worth more and you've got 24 karat gold walls and that's what makes it this much. And so then they're like, oh, okay, we didn't know that. We'll add that value to your house. Now we think it's worth a billion. We'll give you 500 million instead of the 200 million we were going to give you. And now Donald Trump has 300 million more dollars in his pocket. And so that's why the judge is mad. And so unfortunately, what that is, is every single real estate agent or anyone who's ever sold a house for themselves knows that that's what you do. That's what you do. You tell them that you have a bonus room. You tell them that this studio costs $50,000 to renovate. Okay. The paint alone costs another 20,000. And then to have them come in and finish it and put the electric in and the lights and the cameras and the microphones and the podcasts and the equipment and everything else, that was another 20,000. So all in all total, the room I'm standing in, as you see it now, has cost us upwards of $150,000 to $200,000. And so when they appraise our house at only like $150,000, $200,000, now I have to go to the bank and say, wait, this room doubles that number. Our house is actually worth four hundred. dollars I know the one beside us is only worth two, but this one's worth four. That's what you do. That's what everyone does. And it's quite literally insane that um, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure uh, Kevin O'Leary uh, said the same thing the other day uh, on uh, CNN. I'm pretty sure. Well, let's leave out Trump for a minute and let's leave out politics and just talk about what happens in real estate development anywhere. So 
if you're a developer and you've got a building on a, on a block anywhere in America and it's worth, let's say, $500 million and you want to build a building right beside it, you go to the bank and say, this building is worth $500 million. I'd like to borrow a construction finance loan against this asset and I want you to tell me it's worth $500 million too. And the bank negotiates with you and says, well, no, we think it's worth $400 million. And you fight yep. it out. You're always trying to show your assets in the brightest light with the sunshine right. you could possibly determine for them. You want them to be worth the very most because you're only going to get a 40 or 50% loan to value, as it's called. Then you borrow that money. In the case of a $500 Everybody million asset, does it. then you get $250 million, and you build a new building with a construction finance loan. And so that's what this case is all about. What? And, and by the way, forget about Trump. Every single real estate developer everywhere on earth does this. They always talk about their asset being worth a lot, and the bank says no. And that's just the way it is. Right. So in this case, when I'm trying to figure out, and I'm not pro or con, or yeah. I don't care about the politics, who lost money? Nobody. The bank got paid back the construction finance go. loan, and a new building was built. And if, if you're going to sue this case and win, you got to sue every real estate developer everywhere. This is all they do. This is what they do all day long. So listen, that's it. I mean, listen, and just like like I said, politics aside, I've said it a hundred times on this podcast. I'm not a, I, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I don't know anything about those parties or what they stand for, or what they represent, or why I should vote any time that I have to in this country. But as far as Donald Trump goes as a person, this he see Kevin O'Leary just said it right. If you're gonna go after Trump for this, you necessarily have to go after every real estate agent who said that the house is worth. $20,000 more than it actually was to beef up the commission check and to get their client a better deal. Like, I mean, come on, like, let's, let's, let's be realistic here. And so after Donald Trump gets slammed with a $350 million fine, he goes back to Mar-a-Lago. Obviously he has some things, the crooked judge, the crooked judge is a nasty man, nasty person. This judge, he's nasty. And he gave me a nasty conviction of 300 million. It's okay. What better way to celebrate the next day than fly all the way to Philadelphia? Shout out Pennsylvania. Shout out Trump. He's been here now twice in 2024. Okay, he was just in Harrisburg. Now he's in Philly. You know what I mean? He loves Pennsylvania. He loves it here. It's a great state. You know what I mean? He goes to sneaker con. Okay, what better way to celebrate his way out of jail with a $350 million fine than to go to sneaker con and not just give a press conference, because you know what I mean? Like, what business does Donald Trump have being there? But what better way than to go directly alongside his NFT launches that he does every six to 12 months than to launch the brand new GetTrumpSneakers.com. And I mean, it's just one of the greatest, I think, accomplishments of any uh, president, any politician that we've ever had in this country, whether they won or not, name one other person who has had their own line of shoes. And so you can go to gettrumpsneakers.com and you can buy one of three different types, okay? We've got the T-Red Wave, which they're the nice... Uh, they're the nice red with the T and the 45 and the white soles, or you can get yourself a pair of POTUS 45s if you're feeling a little more classy, the all whites with the gold trim, okay? Or if you're an actual American, if you're an actual fan, if you're an actual follower of Donald Trump, you'll nix all that and you'll get yourself a pair of the never surrender high tops. These bad boys start with a nice deep red sole, a white trim, and then you've got nothing but gold, nothing but 24 karat solid gold shoe with a nice little American flag, a gold tee, and a freaking 45 stamped on the other side. This is the shoe. And now these are limited to a thousand pairs, okay? Now they're, they're $3.99, okay? They're $3.99. And we know 
that Trump supporters have that amount of free cash just floating in their bank accounts, ready to be spent on a pair of gold high top sneakers from Donald Trump. Limited to a thousand pair. I might pre-order a pair of these just to keep on the shelf. If these aren't the sexiest shoes, I've, I might get a pair of POTUS 45s too. These all whites, honestly, with the gold trim, it's getting kind of, it's getting up there. It's getting up there in the swag level. So if you want yourself a pair of official Donald Trump sneakers, you need to go to GetTrumpSneakers.com. Okay, they're not sponsoring us. Uh, this is all, listen, this is the news you come here for. You don't know about this because you're just on Facebook and you need someone to tell you that this is exactly when it happened. Trump's had a weekend. And so, I mean, it's, it's, it's sneaker time, babes. It's sneaker time for Zaddy Trumpets. And I think this makes complete sense. The NFTs are a little crazy considering the market, but the sneakers make sense. You know what I mean? This is a big crowd. Appearing at you know, SneakerCon in Philadelphia. We're going to remember the young people and we're going to remember SneakerCon. You're sneakerheads, right? So that's the situation, right? So listen, just so you know, the whole NFT, the sneakers, the merch, Trump's not actually allowed to do this, right? He's not actually allowed, I think now legally, to like run or operate these businesses, nor does he want to. It's some guy who owns some LLC, who owns some other company. And so basically what happens is uh, Trump says, yeah, you can use my likeness, my name. And then I just want, you know, it's probably a Kevin O'Leary type of deal. You know, Trump gets a, a royalty on every pair of shoes sold in perpetuity. They make the shoes. They handle shipping. They handle all the shit. Trump just collects a check. He tweets about it a few times. They sell out because he's Donald Trump and everyone gets the bag. And so, you know, they're just, they're just, they're Alibaba shoes with a T sewn onto it. It's fine. It is what it is. But like the fact that, you know, we've got the Donald Trump mafia now spending their last dime and nickel on $199, $299, and $400 pairs of shoes is the exact testimonial we need for the current state of our economic status in this country. You're telling me that if you've got money, like, and like some guy, I think they auctioned off a signed pair. He got a signed golden pair, the first ones by Donald Trump, one of one, like the first one, zero, zero, one or whatever. And, um, you know, he paid nine grand. Now, rumors and TMZ reports, I don't know if it's accurate or not, but TMZ saying that, you know, that guy was a Russian CEO. So that's a little crazy and skeptical to think that that might be true. I don't know. Do your own research on that one. But Donald Trump now has, I mean, I want them. I kind of honestly, I want a pair. They're a little pricey for me. Um... The website also has cologne, by the way. So if you want um, uh, uh, the Victory 47 perfume, the Victory 47 cologne and Victory 47 perfume by President Trump is now available for pre-order. And by the way, if you buy two or more items, you get an additional 5% off. There's no pressure code. There's no nothing. It's automatically applied at checkout, babe. So go to GetTrumpSneakers.com, okay? And if you buy two or more items, you get 5% off your order. That's what Zaddy Trumpets is willing to do for you. And um, you know what I mean? Bonus number one, sneakers come with extra laces and an exclusive Trump superhero charm that is numbered. That's cool. And uh, bonus number two, Official Trump sneakers launch party date to be determined. No guarantee if Trump will attend. He most likely will, but there's no guarantee. And so there will be an official launch party for the sneakers. Uh, and, you know, if we're lucky, we'll get like Donald Trump Jr. or like his son Eric to show up or something. I think Donald Trump needs this for the win, okay? If he's gonna beat Biden and the Democrats, the only way he can do it is if he has his own sneakers 
and his own NFTs, and he's got them both now. So there's not really too much else we can do. He's already been convicted. What are you going to do? Hit him with fines? He's a billionaire. He'll pay that fine off tomorrow, and he's going to make it back with this fucking sneaker drop. Don't worry about it, okay? It's okay. So now all we got to do is run him for president, because if we're still thinking about Biden's asses running, they're going to have to inject him with so much testosterone and so much goddamn adrenaline just to get him to the first debate you know, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. Maybe I, I think Pfizer's got like something they're cooking up in the back that they're going to nail Biden with to just bring him back. They're going to shock him back to like his thirties and he's going to be sharp as attack, like a limitless pill for about 30 minutes. And that's going to be plenty enough to prove to the American citizens that he can go four more years. And I, you know, I don't know. So unless Biden drops his own sneakers or like his own Crocs collab, that'd be cool. Biden goes the Crocs route. Let's get a Biden and Kamala Harris Croc design mocked up. And then I think we'll be set. I think we'll be set as far as presidential campaign merch for this country this year. We all show up to the rallies. We all got our sneakers. We all got our Crocs. We all got whatever t-shirts and flags and hats we got on. And it'll be great because we know we directly funded the future president of the United States. And so that's what Trump's been up to this week. And so um, I hope uh, I hope you guys had a great weekend as well. Uh, and uh, I hope you have a great rest of your week. My name's Levi McCurdy. Thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. If you haven't done so already, go to wadpod.com backslash links or more specifically wadpod.com backslash YouTube. It's going to be everywhere that you find our clips, our audio, our Spotify, our podcast, our Apple, everything that you need to watch and support this podcast. Hit the subscribe button, hit the share button, hit that little bell that ring-a-lings the ding-a-ling and you won't regret it. We're constantly uploading clips going up every day, shorts, full episodes every week and more guests and fun things to come. This has been episode 130. Is it already 130, dude? It's 130. This has been 130 episodes of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy. I'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great one. Peace out. Stay safe. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.